beer. <sighs> beer is good. That's the episode. See yep. you later. Uh, make sure to <laughs> yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram at All Drunk Pod and um, all those other things. Yeah. See you later. Now nah, we're just playing. Roll that intro. It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poured. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have been. If you let that whiskey ring. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That awkward silence of like, it's there. We know it's there. (laughs) Anyways, but it was there for you. You don't even know. It doesn't even matter. Hey, I could be like Nick Mason and play the theme from my phone by looking up the YouTube of the theme. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) And there was a time he didn't have his phone. And they just didn't have the theme. Or I think it they couldn't play it live, so the editor have, had to put it in post. <laughs> but he put the Defenders of the Earth theme instead. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. They, they recently, um, the Weekly Planet recently changed their intro for their new year because it used to be Red Hot Comic Book News shooting up your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> now it's the same theme, but when it gets to that part, it plays Defenders of the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and on their first episode back, they were like, that's great. We already have an impenetrable joke for new listeners that no one will get. Anyways, that's enough talking about that successful podcast. Let's talk it's about our a, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome a, back. This a is slightly less successful. <laughs> yeah. And slightly less Australian. Yeah. Significantly. We are less about Australian. as Australian as we are successful. <laughs> Yeah, if you go by that met- metric, we'll yeah. we'll leave it. We'll leave that up to interpretation. But um, anyways, yeah, we're back for the new year. <laughs> yep, and hope you all had a good break from us. Yeah, we're yeah, and we're done with our break. Even though we doesn't, yeah, we're done with our break. It doesn't matter. Doesn't feel like a break. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're gonna say. Don't want to spoil anything for the future, our near future. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. Yeah, we're back uh, this year, and we're going to talk all about beer. But before we get to our main topic, um, yeah. and before we get to what we're drinking, because that's it's relevant. Part, it's relevant to the, to the episode I, for once. If you're a new our old listener, going by the title of our podcast, you could presume that it's relevant to this to the topic. Yeah, which is beer. and we we which attempt is... we attempt to make our drinking relevant, but. Um, Long-time listeners will know that uh, occasionally we just drink what we have in the liquor co- cabinet at the time yeah. because we're broke. <laughs> and then when we're not broke, we'll get something fancy, and then we'll be broke again from getting too many fancy drinks. That is often the, the, the reason <laughs> the cycle. for m- my being broke is uh, I yeah. spent it on a nice bottle of whiskey or something like that. But anyways, before we actually get into the topic, and maybe this can be a new segment... Of the show, actually. I was thinking. Because mm. we've done the Odd Drunk News Network episodes. Yeah. And I was thinking, 
How about we each bring one bit of news if if ah, we want? Yeah. Just bring in some news about anything. I like, I like this idea. I like pop culture. Whatever I like segments in general. So we can bring in good. some news before we actually start on the topic. That way, it won't count as a tangent point. We'll get to that later. I'll explain that later. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but I do have some news, and it just broke out from James Gunn himself. Ooh. The new DC slate. Ooh, cool. The new movies that they have planned and probably will cancel. Is it psych we actually are bringing back Henry Cavill? <laughs> that'd be great. That would be April Fool's, happy. early April Fool's. He's Jan- back. January Fool's. But no, um, uh, <laughs> um, James Gunn stated that Henry Cavill wasn't fired. He just wasn't hired. He's 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 like there was a misunderstanding. <laughs> the cameo in Black Adam was not us hiring him back. <laughs> yeah, and The Rock isn't hired back apparently because that movie didn't do well. That's, Even though I liked it, that's too but, bad. I like The Rock. I think he. Did you just, see Black Adam? Yeah, it's fun. Okay, I I, I would have really got a kick out of it if you're like I didn't see it though. Yeah, no. <laughs> but no, it's fun, right? Yeah, I finally. It's not like it. groundbreaking, but it's just a it's, fun it's just superhero fun. movie. And you were right. Pierce Brosnan was awesome. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan is awesome yeah. in anything, even the bad James Bond even movies. Even the bad James Bond movies, he's still a good James Bond. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> here's the new slate. So first, and I think there's going to be some shows between this, but this is just uh, official order, I guess. Here's the first one. Superman Legacy. Written by James Gunn, and it will release July 11th, 2025. Okay. So a little ways off. Uh, and yeah, Henry Cavill's not coming back. And it's going to... It's not an origin story, which that's good to hear. I Yeah, that's probably... Yeah. But it kind of feels like it's going to be basically an origin story. Because the synopsis so far... It's going to be Superman balancing his life as a Kryptonian and as a human, and he's going to have a existential Sup- crisis. Superman, I <laughs> like how his origin story plays into his character, but his origin story is not very exciting. I think. Oh, it can be exciting if you uh, you blow up uh... <laughs> if you, if you get Russell Crowe in there and uh, <laughs> yeah, do get a Russell action do a big action scene with Russell Crowe, or you get. Um, very famous actor that I'm just not remembering at the moment was in Apocalypse Now. He was the guy at the end, the ball guy. Uh, oh, uh, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> we both almost forgot. Well, you said Apocalypse Now, and I'm like, well, Martin. I was going to say Martin Sheen <laughs> because, yeah, unaired episode that's been a seem- seemingly an unintentional running joke. Yeah, yeah, but that no one would understand that, and they shouldn't understand. That, yeah, you guys want to uh, get that? You want to get it? Yeah, we've um, not aired that stuff. But yet. yeah, just uh, get Marlon Brando and kill him, and then you have his holograms, and then he has to make all those scenes reluctantly. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, I so love, yeah, Superman I Legacy love and hate Marlon Brando. Then we have one. That I'm sure you DC fanboys will know about, but I really don't know about. I've heard of them, but the Authority, it's a superhero team. 
Yeah, I'm not familiar with um, that. It's a group of seven heroes with very high concept superpowers. One is physically bonded to cities, drawing a strength from them. What the f- So weird, wacky powers. Is this, is this just James Gunn being like, I made Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy cool. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna another. Make... I'm gonna take a really obscure DC team <laughs> and make them cool. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, he made the Suicide Squad cool. Yeah, that was pretty. He got fun. a bunch yeah. of. He got like Polka Dot Man and Rat Catcher too. Yeah. So weird characters. <laughs> He's good with weird characters. I love Polka Dot Man. Then we have the Brave and the Bold, which is based off the Silver Age DC comics. Or no, it's. The name is only based off the title, but um, it's going to be about Batman and Robin, but it's going to be Damian Wayne, so a father mm. and son story. Okay, the the latest and, Robin. Thanks. Well, he's the one that like kills people. Yeah, he's also just a brat. But he's a brat. Yeah, yeah, I he's mean, not he like is. kills people, but in a cool way, like no, Jason Todd. No, no, <laughs> Nightwing's the best. Robin. Or, uh, Dick Grayson? Um, Dick Grayson, yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Brave and the Bold, and this is going to be a new Batman actor and everything. This is okay. not connected to the Batman. That's considered an Elseworld story. You know? Okay, that's cool. Then we have Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, and basically says, presents a Supergirl viewers are not used to seeing. Um, edgy Supergirl. <laughs> I don't like that idea, but we'll see. Well, because Superman, think about it, he was sent back from to he was sent to Earth as a baby and then adopted by the Kents and lived a relatively nice, modest yeah. life and learned about being good and Kevin Cosner. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but um <laughs> and when Kevin Cosner had to save the dog, even though he could you know, that's a whole thing. He's like, no, people. And when Kevin ready. Cosner told him not to save a bus full of drowning children, <laughs> it's not time. It's not time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyways, we'll see how that goes. I mean, it's cool they're doing a Supergirl movie. I don't think. She's... I hope. I don't. I hope they don't take it so edgy that it's like depressing, though. No, yeah. That, that's what I mean by like I don't like that idea. Is not that you can't do it a little edgy, but like Supergirl is a pretty hopeful character. And I think she yeah, I mean, even with all her trauma compared to Superman, uh, but she's gonna be, you know, like teen angst. Okay, you know, that's what I assume. Little teen angst. Then we have (laughs) Swamp Thing. Ooh, and they did the short-lived show that got canceled Mm -hmm. because that's what Warner Brothers likes to do with their properties. They get something that people like, and then they cancel it. (laughs) Yep, because they're like, this isn't gonna make money. Yeah. And then they'll do something for years that sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or progressively gets worse. Um, I'm not going to shout out any shows, though. I don't want to get attacked <laughs> by the, the DC fans. Then we have some yep. new DC shows. <laughs> Creature Commandos. Um, this is going to be like Paw Patrol, but like... I'm going to start drinking, by the way. I'm sober. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sober I'm a beer a and a half in already. <laughs> but, so we're going to get, like, a Christopher Nolan-directed Paw Patrol movie? It's uh, Amanda Waller is going to form a team of monstrous prisoners. Maybe Swamp Thing will be in it and whatever. Okay, I mean, so, like, Paw Patrol, but Suicide Squad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Paw Patrol with guns and um, rude dudes. <laughs> 
<laughs> just a gun. A single gun. Yeah. 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 A Glock. And then we're going to have Waller. A show dedicated to Amanda Waller with Viola Davis uh, reprising her role. Okay. So Gunn is going to be keeping some of the cast, mostly the ones he's worked with, basically. Okay, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a Waller show, I didn't think Peacemaker was going to be anything, and I ended up really liking that. Yeah. Um, and I like Amanda Waller, but I, I don't know if she can lead her own show, but we'll see. Then Booster Gold is getting a show. Hmm. And you know Booster Gold? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, time traveler who he's like a loser, but then he just brings back future technology back in time. And he's like, I'm a superhero now. He's like um, a lame King the Conqueror. Yeah. He's like King the Conqueror, but lame. Yeah. Lame yeah. the Conqueror. Yeah. Not evil. <laughs> No, no, no real, but, no real no. like ambition at all. No, just, he just wants to be liked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then we have Lanterns, which is a Green Lantern show. Okay. Which is supposed to be an enormous TV event series focused on unraveling a dark mystery that's going to influence the rest of the DCU movie universe or whatever they're calling it now. The it's I not would, the DCEU anymore. I would really like to see a good Green Lantern live a, live adaptation. Honestly, just do um, Jonathan Stewart. Yeah. He's, do him. He's, he's way cooler than Hal Jordan. He's way cooler. And the only reason I like Hal Jordan is because Nathan Fillion plays him in a lot of the animated things. Just get Nathan Fillion. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> I know he's aged up a little bit, but... Yeah, no... I think most DC fans or get like, Chris Pine. I've seen some fan casting with Chris Pine to be Hal Jordan. Yeah, but I think you're right. John Stewart would be the best. Well, they've never done him in live action that I know of. They were gonna and... do him in the Zack Snyder. Oh yeah, he was planned for that, but they didn't actually yeah. not do it. <laughs> and then we're gonna have Paradise Lost, set in Themyscira, and it's gonna be like Themyscira, like. A long time ago. Like, oh, I thought they were, I thought this was just going to be like an adaptation of the book Paradise it's Lost. It's going to be early. takes place in the DC universe. <laughs> That'd be great. It's going to be an early Wonder Woman story. Oh, that sounds cool. I hope they bring back Gal Gadot. She's cool. I know. I hope they keep her. And then I also heard, so as far as the next couple DC movies coming out, we're going to get, we're still going to get, um shazam 2 obviously that's coming out in march that'd be really funny i'm excited for that cancel it <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> but, <laughs> done filming and everything <laughs> even though they did that with batgirl yeah that's ridiculous it was finished that's and then weird. they they just canceled it as a tax write-off yeah essentially but from what i've heard uh the other main head of dc peter saffron said it was unreleasable he said it was really bad <laughs> But I don't know what to believe. Maybe that's an excuse. I don't trust. Have their you ever judgment. seen? Have you ever seen the producers, the musical? No, it's it's a Broadway musical, but they made a a movie with uh, Matthew Broderick. Um, and it's the idea is that these Broadway producers and an accountant figure out that they can make more money from a flop. That they than they can from a success oh, yeah. because of like tax stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. And then and then it ends up being like a huge success on accident. 
Uh-oh. And then they get <laughs> caught at the end. That's great. So is that what Warner Brothers is doing with Batgirl? <laughs> well, they canceled it all together. They're not even giving it a chance. Um, and Michael Keaton was in it as like her mint. Like it was going to be in that universe, I think. And the bird. I don't know. I, yeah, I think we kind of. And Brendan Fraser was going to be a uh, Firefly. So, yeah, kind of missed out, I think. So Brendan Fraser was, is going to be in the DC universe again, multiple times. I don't want Brendan Fraser to be in a bad movie after his new He's uh, in Doom, found success. He's in Doom Squad. Yeah, Doom Patrol, yeah. Doom Patrol, yeah. He's in it a bit, like, in flashbacks, right? He's Mr. Robot. He, he does the, the voice fucking, of... Yeah, the, and, the robot um, guy. And I heard the whale's good, but it looks really sad, and I'm not really in the mood for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's that is one of those movies where I'm like, I'm going to watch it someday, but um, I have to really, like, pump myself up for yeah, it. Yeah, but I heard he's great in it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get Shazam 2, then The Flash... That resets the universe. Because they're doing a Flashpoint. With Flashpoint, thing. yes. Yeah. And that's going to explain why we're getting new casts. And okay. then we're going to get Aquaman 2. Okay. I That's going to be... And the, they're keeping Jason Momoa, even though that's, I thought he was going to be Lobo now. But yeah, I'm kind of confused. I'm kind of surpri- Aquaman 2 is supposed to lead into the new Superman movie. Okay. I'm 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 surprised they're keeping Jason Momoa, but I'm happy about it cuz he's cool. Oh, and we're getting a Blue Beetle movie that has nothing to do with anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's before the universe reset. I mean, I like that DC might be canceled. They still seem to be open to the idea of doing movies that just are not related to anything. Well, else. and then we have some movies in the Else Worlds umbrella. Obviously, the Batman 2, that was announced. It's officially coming out October 2025. Rad. And we're going to get the Penguin series this year with Colin Farrell. Oh, I forgot they were doing That's that. going to lead yeah. straight in to the Batman 2, those events. Okay. We're getting the Joker, two Jokers <laughs> running about the movie. Uh, they have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> I, I just with I Lady just, Gaga. I just think it's hard, really pointless to do a second Joker movie. I just it felt good as just a standalone. I like Elseworld story. I liked the movie, but it's like let's do another Joker movie but, with no Batman. Yeah, I just it's just, <laughs> just I don't know. It's just maybe it'll be really good too. I just, I'm sure. I, I don't know. Well, I, I also heard it might be a musical. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> it's just going to be a musical I mean, now. If they committed to that bit. Because I think it's mostly going to be from Harley Quinn's perspective. Oh, uh, okay. Because it's going to be. That could be cool. I mean, if they commit to doing like just a full-blown musical, I'll, I'll be on board. I'll be like, okay, <laughs> I'm down for this. It's weird. <laughs> but. Clown with a gun. I'll, musical. Give, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Let's see, let's see how this goes. Yeah. Anyways, I'm excited for that. those clowns with guns. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then waiting for them to do that Mr. Freeze movie. That we that's keep talking everything about. we know um, so far. Even though, and you know, guys know this, I was so pissed off about Henry Cavill uh, not reprising as Superman, you know, getting well, not being hired as James Gunn puts it. I think the Superman movie might be the one I'm most interested in. Yeah, I want to so see like, who can they we cast get and... a good Superman movie. Yeah. It's been a while. Man of St- Man Man Steel was, was okay. Mid. There's things I like about it. I mean, obviously, Henry Cavill was great. I actually think but... Superman Returns is a little underrated. 
Oh, it, it's it, still not great though. Boring though. It's yeah. So boring. So, yeah. He doesn't. I mean, really, I don't think there's been a really good Superman movie since, since like, like two. Yeah, I was about to say two. Richard Donner's Superman two, not yeah. the theatrical cut. Richard yeah. Donner's Superman two. Yeah. Anyways, that is my one bit of news. Sorry, that took a little long. But, uh, do you have any news? Uh, no. Okay, well, let's get into it. What I, didn't, are we... I didn't know we were doing a news segment, so I did we're... not. I did not. You didn't come get with the memo. Any, I didn't come with any news. I sent it to you on our Google Doc. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot that we had. A we Google should have Doc. one. We should have one for ideas and stuff. That would actually yeah, be actually, pretty that's, smart. Let's, 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 let's that. do that. Well, let's do a down. Google Doc. Yeah, gonna... we're a hundred and what. 15, 7, we're over 100 episodes in. We still haven't done that. So there we go. We're, we're always learning. Anyways, I am, <clears throat> wait, I don't want to ruin it. I'm going to stick this. Stick it the, right, right there. there. So I can make, remember to, also I'm going to stick that up there. <laughs> a random code. It's it's a Looks lock. like a, it's a login code. <laughs> okay. I didn't want to forget. Looks like a bank login or something no i don't know it's for here i'm gonna say the code live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's it's tech it's not a login no, code it's, it's a it's a code for if i forget my login oh okay i can use that code it's so anybody's trying to log in the colton's account i don't know which one it's for yeah. here's the code i'm not gonna do that <laughs> That'd be messed up. I mean, I could I could say it and then force you to listen to this point and bleep it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that to you. Anyways, what are you drinking, Colton? Or you beer. have already... Yeah, he's drinking beer. <laughs> Just finished my second one. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm drinking... I got, I got a couple of things here. I'm drinking all the way imported... From the Czech Republic. Pilsner or Quell. Yeah, and that one's pretty special, I hear. Uh, I mean, it's a really common beer. It's not no, but fine, but it's history. We, we ha- I, I bought this for a reason. Um, not just because... We, so we, we sell this at the store where um, an old professor of mine comes in and buys it by the case. <laughs> nice. Like, like two cases at a time type of thing. It's all she drinks. Um, so, oh, is she? So I was nice. like, um, not only is it relevant to this episode, but I was kind of like, well, if she buys it by the fucking case, maybe it's pretty good. <laughs> I should try it. And it is pretty good. You're welcome to have one. And what's the other reason, the cool reason you got it? Uh, because we're doing me. an episode about beer right now. And yeah. And Pilsner Urquell has. And it's a, a beer? <laughs> it, it is a beer. And its claim to fame is that it is the original Pilsner. And when did this brewery begin? Like the 1840s. And they claim on their website that they are still using the same recipe and techniques that they originally used. So, nice. So I, I tried to find a historical beer. The original Pilsner. I've I'll also got, it. which is, I'm going to open one of these right now. Classic. We've had it before. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Oh, yeah. That's definitely a classic. Classic. Yeah. A little basic, but still tasty. But it's... Uh, and this is also significant in a certain way. It is the, um, I want to say like the ninth, so I will, the ninth um, 
He's just making stuff up. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Stuff. <laughs> uh, it's like something like the ninth uh, biggest brewery in the United States, and it's the third largest independently owned brewery. Oh, that's cool. And it started in like the the so eight. So like, Anheuser or um, Molson Coors has no stakes in them. Nope, they are completely still independently owned. Nice. And uh, they began like in the late '70s, early '80s, um, and. Uh, as far as the craft beer industry goes, they are pretty significant. So, um, I didn't buy them for I didn't buy these for the episode. I just had some. Yeah, <laughs> but, but there you go. It's good. And stuff. I didn't get a historical beer. I got something new for the podcast though, and new for myself um, from Silver Moon Brewing out of Bend, Oregon. Mm. Their raspberry porter. I've had some stuff from Silver Moon, but I've not had that one. What do you think of it? I uh, it's very tasty. It's smooth. It's not too heavy on the raspberry notes. It's like a chocolate. It's like a Ghirardelli raspberry filled chocolate bar, dark chocolate bar or something. Ooh, and that sounds good. Here's what it says on uh, the can, and I got some more information about Silver Moon. Silky and luxurious milk chocolate notes meet familiar and refreshing raspberry puree in this delicious year-round porter. Mm. With a smooth and light finish, it is very smooth. I'll say that. This beer will keep you going through all your night's adventures. Mm, sounds delicious. And here's I a, like a good porter. I, I went to Carver's Brewing, which is a brew pub here in uh, Colorado. Uh, yes. I went there last night and had a porter that uh, they have a rotational. Their rotational beers. They have no, a, they have they good have, stuff. They have a porter on tap right now, and it was very good. And you can only get it. At Carver Brewing, yeah, you have pretty to much. actually, yeah, they don't just they don't distribute. Yeah, they're I, just a brew pub. Yeah, so, but they're really good. Very good. I also met the founder the other day. Oh, really? He came into my store, and I, and my coworker was like, "By the by the way, this guy founded Carver's." I'm like, "Wow, that's crazy." You guys make good beer. <laughs> yeah. I also want to give a shout out to another brewery, um, a local brewery that. The biggest one, obviously, Ska Brewing. We've had it, yeah, many times. So many times, I can't even count on this podcast. And they make a lot of good stuff. I like their Modus Manarina. I like my their favorite. decadent IPA. Actually, I like the Checker Future IPA. That's uh, that one's good. Pretty good. I I mean, there's not too many of them that I dislike. I'll I drink any of them. All of their I beers mean. are are good. Yeah, many of them are. I think very average, and then but there's a few that are stand out. Most yeah. Mandarin is one of them. Decadent, it's a little pricier, but it is very good. Yes, um, Checkered Future, Modus Hopperandi is really good. Yeah, um, really good stuff. Yeah, so I'm gonna give a shout out to them since we're talking about beer and a little bit more on Silver Moon. So um, they're the third oldest brewery out of Bend, and they've been around since 2000. <laughs> and um, that's uh, that's pretty good. Two thousand. It is. That's still in the earlier days of the craft brewing. Yeah, it's it's shocking to me how in the history of beer in the United States, how relatively recently this craft. It's really blown scene up. That is so yeah. big now. It's like it started like in the seventies, and it didn't get big until like the two thousands. Like I was reading about Sierra Nevada, they're not the earliest. Um, craft brewer brewer in california but they are by the by the mid 80s most of the other breweries that had started up 
had already closed down. Oh, wow. So they, they managed to get through this period of time where craft breweries were popping up and then going out of business. And here I have a list of all of Silver Moon's products. Here's their year-round ones, so you can always find them. They have IPA. It's the IPA 97. They have the Mango Days. I almost got that one, but I was like, oh, that's summary. We'll wait for that. They have Simon Says Hazy IPA. And all the cans. I love the design of all their cans. Like, oh, yeah. Like even this one here. It's kind of hard to see in this lighting, but. This is a nice can. Cool can Not design. just the label, but it's also just like the shape of the can. It has like. They have cool, a Mexican lager. Old school style to it. And they have a lot of different um, rotating se- like seasonal ones. And they have a beer that's called Fuck Cancer, which that's great. And the, Yeah, I agree with that statement. I believe the proceeds, yeah, the proceeds go to charity. Oh, wow. Cancer cool. research. But it's not been released yet, but that's their plan. Nice. And yeah, um, this is my first of uh, Silver Moons, and I really like it. And these cans are actually a little bit unique. Yeah. They have like all the... Ridges very kind of old school. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. Yeah, they um, remind me of old Budweiser cans. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that. Yeah. Anyway, but if you have, if you haven't figured out by now, this episode is about beer. It's about the history of beer, and um, just beer in general. Just beer in general, <laughs> our favorite beers. Um, it's kind of a spiritual successor to our beer ranking. Episode yeah, but it's not going to be three hours of us saying, mm, "That's okay." <laughs> We 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 briefly and by briefly I mean for about thirty seconds at one point talked about doing another ranking and immediately decided nope. Nah. That, that, Not only is that expensive, who wants to listen to that? Yeah. But if you do want to check out our official beer rankings, yes. our one and only. Well, and I'm sure our opinions have changed. Again, this was not planned, and we ranked them very um, arbitrarily. Yeah. <laughs> On whether they this, come from a cool place was not or planned, have a cool but design. The Sierra Nevada Pale Ale did appear in that beer ranking. It did, so yeah. That's the only ran- one. I think it ranked about mid-tier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them did. We did have a score system and everything where we average out the points. Like, we did put our time into thinking about it. Yeah. So if you want to check that out, that was actually, yeah, the New Year's beer ranking for 2021? Yeah, yeah. New, yeah. New Year's 2021 was yeah. so... A little over two years ago, that was. That was the wow. first. That was the first episode that we Don't recorded. That. <laughs> was the first episode we recorded in this room that we're that we normally. Oh, recorded. that is true. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I recall we didn't have the sound foam up. No. And we didn't have this this nice equipment we had, and we had two <laughs> we had two plastic fold out tables in here. Oh yeah, <laughs> with now you got with, your big old uh, with some dining dining room chairs set up, and uh, just a lot of beers on the table. Feel free to have one. I definitely will. And I'm gonna have one of yours. Definitely. Anyways, how do you want to start this out? Talking about beer. Do you want to give us a little history lesson? A little history lesson. Yes, uh, Professor Colton. Yeah, pr- maybe the, one day <laughs> on the on the job. Uh, beer has been around for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, human as humans are well known. In fact, among among the entire galaxy of <laughs> species, when you mention humans, they go, "Oh, you mean those people those on beer that planet that like beer a lot?" Yeah, yeah. That's that's how humans are known across the galaxy. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the the first uh, the first chemically confirmed is what you know if you look it's it when up, you've um, first confirmed beer that we have found is five thousand years old. Wow, uh, five to six thousand years old. Um, uh, the oldest. Ones. I mean, it's fermented wheat. Yeah, uh, sometimes Barley. rice and other grains uh, are yeah. made uh, in South America. Be- you know, pre-colonial times, they used corn to make a very similar type of drink. Ooh, uh, and you corn can still base. buy it in some places, but it's not common in the U.S. I don't remember what it's called. Um, but the earliest beers are uh, some of them in China, uh, made of rice. Some of them in the mountains in Iran and Iraq, um, uh, made of wheat. Uh, going back to, you know, the ancient Mesopotamians and the Sumerians, uh, Gozer and all those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we did a Ghostbusters go, commentary. Go listen to it. Just go watch Ghostbusters again. This is your, Just your, do that, yeah. your, your, uh, your, your weekly reminder. <laughs> your, your weekly reminder to go watch Ghostbusters. Maybe that's Ghostbusters. a new segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, but those are the first chemically confirmed beers. Like we've actually found the archaeological evidence and found the beers. Um, but we think that humans have been drinking beer or beer-like drinks since before we even settled down and started farming. Since we were still, it, <laughs> we were still. Um, it was more likely one of our incentives to settle down and yeah. start farming. <laughs> so if you, you, you go to school, if you go to school and you learn about the agricultural revolution and about how we st- settled down and started farming, they might tell you that the big reason we did that is to have a steady access to grain. Yeah. And food. And that Bread. makes sense, but it doesn't totally add up because we think anthropologists think that humans, before we settled down and started doing that, we had better diets and worked less hours every day. So, oh, yeah. So it doesn't add up that we would settle down and start farming only for food. So there is a theory out there that uh, one of the reasons driving forces is because steady access to grain meant steady access to beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so those carbs, beer and bread. But yep. um, I would like to assume that it was the need for beer. I, that I really humanity. love this idea. I mean, throughout human civilization, it's been <laughs> the exception of the Romans. Oh, uh, well. They're always the exception. Beer is considered civilized. You are civilized if you yeah. drink beer. <laughs> yeah. um, and we, we think you go back to the oldest uh, stories we have, you know, the uh, um, Gilgamesh, you know, that type of stuff, where in, in, in the tale of Gilgamesh, um, there's the wild man who is tamed and brought into society and made civilized. And the way they make him civilized is they make him eat bread and they make him drink beer. <laughs> and then he passes out and he wakes up and he's civilized. Man, what hangovers can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know they would make you civilized. But... Yeah, but there's there's always been this this uh, beer is associated. And we think we think that... The you know the Sumerians and the Mesopotamians in these stories, this idea of making them civ- uh, the wild man civilized by drinking beer is a reflection of when humans settled down from being hunter gatherers to building societies like um, through beer. Oh, definitely, and yeah. people would toil all day. So they would have a good wheat harvest. Mm-hmm. So we could so make they could beer. Drink beer. <laughs> 
I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not that hard to, I think, uh, even imagine uh, when you look at more recent history with stuff other than beer. And take, also, it was a take, safe drink. You know, yeah. you wouldn't have to worry about. Uh, yeah, I mean, they had plenty of access to clean water, but like you didn't have to use as much of it if you were drinking yeah. beer. Um, <laughs> Because you don't have to use like the cleanest water for beer. I mean, it, it helps. Definitely makes, makes yeah. it tastier. Yeah. Uh, but um, you know, the beer sanit will sanitize it. Yeah. Um, and if you look at you know recent history with things like uh, spirits, like whiskey, for example, in the early days of the United States, whiskey one of the reasons it became so popular is because farmers could not transport their grain, so they made whiskey because whiskey can be. Oh, thanks. Um transported easier and it's the same as so like whiskey was a big purpose like like way of making use of grain and same thing throughout history beer was a big use of one of the main reasons we used grain yeah (laughs) that's pretty it's pretty funny honestly that beer was one of the main incentives that we settled down and started agriculture i mean (laughs) Makes I, sense. I, I think it's. I think it's very <laughs> understandable. <laughs> I mean, if I was if I was a wild man, living in the woods, and I only got to have beer every once in a while, and then someone came along and said, "Hey, if you live in this house, I can get you a steady work, supply and, and, and work a nine to five job, you can have beer every day." Yeah, <laughs> I would be like, mm, "Okay." Um, also, earlier you said the galaxy known as the beer drinkers. And I just wanted to bring up a fact as of now, this is outdated. It's from a year ago from January, 2022, the volume of global consumption uh, for the previous year has been updated, revised from 189.05 million kiloliters to 190.31 million kiloliters of beer every year in the whole world. Wow. The U S alone and of course, it's not in kiloliters because it's America. Um, but the U.S. alone consumes 6.2 billion gallons of beer a year. That's insane. <laughs> that is absolutely insane. Yeah. So, and beer is by far the most popular and uh, common drink to be found around the world. And um, you could take it or leave it, but beer. A lot of people like beer. <laughs> As we know, as we do. So, yeah, I mean, it's and that number is insane. Also, considering that on average, the um, average person nowadays drinks way less than we did a few hundred years ago. I like Pilsner (laughs) Urkel. Also, it's from the Czech Republic. Yep. Which is a huge country for consuming beer. Um, I was looking at. um, Yeah, a big history of beer in the. Germanic speaking. Oh, definitely. Uh, countries there. That's one of the reasons. Uh, one of the thoughts of why you know one one origin we suspect of the English word beer. So in the Germanic languages and Celtic and stuff like that, there were words that were similar to that. But we think that the actual word in English for beer, um, because in the Germanic languages, Germanic countries they use the word ale more often. Ale was another word for beer. Um, and in English, we used the word ale until we uh, got our language influenced by the French. Mm-hmm. Um, so we think that the uh, 
word for beer actually comes from the Romans, even though they are the only exception, I think, throughout history of people who hated beer. Of course they would. They liked wine. Uh, but the they they we think that the snobs a word beer comes <laughs> comes from a Roman word that was essentially their way of referring to beverage the, the well the drink that the German people drank uh. <laughs> they were like those barbarians up there they're drinking this thing and it's beer also I have some more facts for you so we were talking about yeah so Czech Republic by far. <laughs> Is the top so I have the list of beer consumption per capita. Wow. And number one is the Czech Republic. Respect. They consume <laughs> four a hundred and forty million liters per year. Or no, fourteen hundred and ninety-eight million liters per year. Wow. I don't know if I'm reading that right. But then then we have Austria, okay, Romania, Germany, and Poland. The top five is all Germanic. Again, these Germanic countries countries. coming in clutch here as like the top beer drinkers. Then we have at number six, Namibia. Then we have Ireland. Um, of course, I learned. I learned recently. Guinness is huge there, and I love Guinness. Um, and. Hold on. Stouts. I actually heard that stouts have antioxidant qualities, much like wine does. And we also recently learned, just uh, in life, that stouts like Guinness are much lower calorie than your typical wheat-based beer. Uh, Nigeria is the country I'm thinking of. So in Nigeria, they fucking love Guinness. I had to look that up just now. (laughs) Really? Um, I um. They love get to the point of there are people who live there that that view Guinness as their beer. Fair enough. It's it's well it's the first. Place, I don't think Guinness has a problem with that. Well, it's the first place outside of Ireland that Guinness opened another brewery. They opened really? one in Nigeria, um, and because Guinness worldwide is one of the most popular beers. Yeah, we'll get to that. For good reason, it's a good one. But yeah, um, in Nigeria, it's the second biggest consumer of Guinness outside of Ireland. Nice. Yeah. And then going on with the top 10, we have Spain, then Croatia, and Latvia. And even though the United States consumes, this is per capita, the United States is down all the way at 20, and then surprisingly, UK is down at 23, behind Mexico at 22. Wow. Finland at 21. UK, I'm disappointed in you. Hell, Australia's even beating them. Of fin- course they would. Finland, but... I understand. They probably have other shit they drink. Yeah. <laughs> Finland Finland does a lot of stuff right. <laughs> um, and they probably they probably balance their alcoholic diet with other shit. With other like, alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's they, they have a diverse. They probably have a diverse. I I don't know. I'm making all this up. Uh, you would assume so, though, right? <laughs> Um. So the most popular beer from everything I read, most popular beer around the world. This is gonna hurt. Budweiser. Uh, Yep. Which it is true. You can't deny it. It My sales. It's not even why I don't like that. Is not even just that Budweiser is gross. (laughs) It's also that Budweiser. 
is pretty much single-handedly responsible for the reason why it took until the 90s and early 2000s for the craft beer industry to take off in America. Because Anheuser-Busch? Because Budweiser killed... Owns any, so many... They killed any potential in the United States for... Well, um, um... For, like, other types of beers. Anheuser-Busch, they have stakes. They've been buying up, and they have stakes on some crap breweries now. Yep. Yep, <laughs> Just do. recently, Breckenridge Brewery. Yep, I heard is about that. A part of Anheuser Busch, essentially. Yeah, yeah, they're. Uh, that's why. They're that's why when I brought up Sierra Nevada earlier, which is what I'm drinking right right now, is uh, they uh, they are the they're despite being so large, they are still independently owned. They're not owned. They haven't been gobbled up by Coors or Anheuser or anything like that. So here's the. Coors surprisingly owns a lot of freaking breweries, by the mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Molson Coors. And, um, yeah, I, I, I could list that off, but that'd be kind of boring. But I, I do have a list of the most popular beers in the world. So, yeah, Aunt Budweiser is number one. The king of beer, as they call it. <sighs> and then we have Bud Light. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. What's wrong with the world? Then Corona, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Um, it's not one of my, it's not one of the better Mexican lagers out there, but it's okay. Well, and you know, uh, Modelo is better. In Mexico, beer hasn't like that word, that term hasn't taken fruition like ever. Mm-hmm. It's cerveza. Yeah, well, in Spanish, it's cerveza. Yeah. yeah, which also comes from Latin, but from a different different reason than the word beer. Hmm. So they have different root, different Latin yeah. words that they both derive from. Then we have Heineken at number four, which tastes like water. Yep, I was when I when I I, I went to Italy and Spain when I was like in high school, and one of my buddies I was with, he was like, "Have you ever had a Heineken?" And I said no, and he was like, "Dude, you have to try one. It's the best beer." you'll ever have it's no so good and i was like i was like i don't believe you but i'll give it a shot i will entertain you and when we go out next it tastes will, like nothing i will have a heineken and i we went to a club and i had a heineken and i was like this tastes like seltzer yeah essentially i was, I was like this is <laughs> i mean it's not like the it's not like disgusting <laughs> heineken taste. was the first hard seltzer and they didn't even know it yeah <laughs> Heineken, the original hard seltzer. <laughs> hey, if they started branding that way, probably get up more I think sales. Piss off a lot of Heineken fans. Though. Oh, definitely. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like all of us know one one person oh, who yeah. is like Heineken is the superior beer. Then we have at number five Coors Light. Mm. Not Coors Banquet. I don't know why, but I guess because it's cheap. A lot of these is just because it's cheap, and buddy uh, most si- uh, related manufactured side tangent, side tangent but related. Buddy of mine who I work with, he said he had a friend who was in um, whatever country it is that produces Heineken. I don't remember where it's made. Is it made in Germany? I'm not. Uh, I'm not totally sure. But he was. He went to the Heineken factory. I know no, in Netherlands. Ah, but his his friend went to the Heineken uh, brewery. There and uh, and they do apparently do they do a tour and they show you like a twenty minute movie about Heineken and when they and they say apparently when he did this tour they say while you're watching this twenty minute movie you can have 
as many Heinekens as you want. And he, got, and he got so drunk he threw up. Oh. He drank so many Heinekens in 20 minutes that he threw well, up. Well, that actually brings up another one another one of my talking points. Ooh, this pills and, and not be, not because the guy like loved Heineken or anything, but it was like it's a challenge, right? Well, yeah, if they, 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 they say, offer, they say this is a 20 minute movie and <laughs> any Heinekens you drink you during it are totally free. <laughs> then like, you're going to drink as many as you that can. That sounds like a, a challenge. In a 20 minute sitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, that sounds awful though next the number six and there's a lot of uh chinese breweries we're gonna be getting to uh this oh, first yeah. one i don't know if i can pretend th- but they account for a large portion like ha- at least half of the world's breweries yeah but um Xing, i don't know if i'm gonna be pronouncing this right so i apologize sing shao makes up a whopping 22.9 percent of the beer market in china it's one of the top selling alcohol brands worldwide. I would like to try some beers from Asia and J- Japan and China. Try some, beer. Yeah. Well, there, there's I've had um, sake, but I want there's some... Sapporo, which is a beer which is Japanese, but it's basically like a Budweiser type of thing. Mm. It's not like anything special. It's, but that's that's the only one I can think of that's even somewhat easy to find around where we live. Then at number seven, and I only know about it because I work at a liquor store and I sell it. Number seven, this one should be a lot higher. Modelo, I think it should be higher than Corona. <laughs> it should be, it. yeah. Out of all the, yeah, Modelo is like the best, like big brand Mexican lager I've had. I like Modelo quite a lot, actually. Modelo is special. It's, it's got know, a really nice Negro crispness Modelo. to it. It's uh. It's it's tasty. I, I'm and then number eight. I don't know for sure, but I'm almost positive we've had Modelo on the podcast at some point. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> also owned by Molson Coors, we have Keystone Light at number eight. Do you remember those Keystone? I've never even had one. I've not either. God. Actually, I've never wanted one. Should we? No do one's it? given. I don't know anyone that's like I'm a Keystone Light guy. Should we do an episode where we try all the beers that we refuse to try normally? <laughs> Sure, why not? But do you remember we'll the Keith it. Stone commercials? Vaguely. <laughs> yeah, those commercials where it was like cool guy with sunglasses, like it's Keith Stone. Oh. And he was like <laughs> delivering Keystone Light. And then number nine, we have Miller Light. Why are all the light beers? And guess so what? Fucking They're popular? also owned by Molson Coors. Of course. Which I didn't I thought Miller was its own thing. I kind of thought that too. But... <laughs> But nope. I shouldn't be surprised. I know Coors owns like a fuck ton of stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> ju- and I only know that from, again, at the store I work at, we get the deliveries from Coors. And it's a lot of beer that's not. Yeah, and Coors. their base of operations is actually in Chicago. Yeah. Traders. <laughs> yeah. Traders. And then number 10. We're not going to get into the history of Coors either. This is probably <laughs> the only beer that's not a lager on here. Guinness, of course. Number ten, of course. <laughs> it's the only beer so far on that list that I legitimately actually. Like. Oh, but this list keeps going. This is actually surprising, especially considering the world as a whole. Eleven PBR. Yeah, I forgot our guy PBR. Yeah, it's not good, but I'm we're fond of it. <laughs> Are like what my dad said that one time. PBRs yes. PBRs are actually not as bad as I thought. 
Yep, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> you said it. You said it, Jason. <laughs> he did say it. Yep. <laughs> and then at number 12, we have Sapporo. Yeah, from Japanese Log. Yeah. Uh, I, I've not tried Sapporo, but I, I um, it's not hard to get around here. Now, do you want to know who holds the world record for the most beers consumed in one sitting? Can you guess? Is it Andre the Giant? It is Andre the Giant. Oh, holy shit. I was just watching The Princess Bride before you came over. <laughs> no way. <laughs> well, anyways, Andre the Giant still holds the world. And he, there's a lot of uh, beer and booze, you know, alcohol related facts I have about him. He was a huge drinker <laughs> and a really huge guy. Well, apparently, from what <laughs> I understand, he, uh, he, didn't drink. Do like... you have a charger, like a wireless charger? Uh, yeah. Hold on. Because my phone is Keep on talking. the brink. Here. But anyways, um, Andre the Giant, apparent, and th- I totally believe it. Like I don't even doubt it. It's Andre the Giant. That man is a, literally a giant. Drank 119 beers in the span of six hours. Andre once consumed 119 12 ounce beers in six hours. To put that in mere mortal turn, okay, and this is from the Thrillist article, so I'm not. This isn't my own um, words here. Put that in mere mortal terms. That equates to a 12 ounce beer downed every three minutes, nonstop for six hours straight. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. After the marathon drinking s- session, Andre passed out in the hotel lobby and couldn't be moved or stirred. His friends resorted to draping him with a piano cover, a piano cover, because that man is huge, and letting him sleep through the morning. So 119 beers in six hours. I know Wade Boggs. <laughs> um, they did the whole episode on Always Sunny about it. Um, so Charlie, so the original number that everyone heard from Wade Boggs was that he drank like 70 beers. From the flight to Philly to L.A. That's, yeah. But he told Charlie an interview, and they decide, and they didn't put this in the show because they didn't think anyone would believe it, but he was like, actually, it was 105. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and then he went on. <laughs> I mean, the, the impressive thing about that is not just the sheer amount of alcohol he was consuming, but also the fact that the flight from Philly to L.A. is like a four, what, four to five hour flight? Yeah, I, I, would, I don't so know. So 105 beers in four to five hours? Yeah, I mean, that's outpacing Andre the Giant, apparently. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> like, how you have to, you, you can't be, like, sipping on beers. But speaking You're of slamming a... Oh, yes. Yeah, like, that, that's what shocks me so much about that. Um, but speaking of drinking on a plane... Andrea Giant has another, um, not not necessarily record. It's an antidote. They don't really have proof of it, but I would believe it because it's Andre the Giant. Um, he once, so according to Ric Flair, Andre the Giant once drank a plane, plane's entire stock of vodka dry. Holy shit! On a flight <laughs> on a trip to Japan. I mean, I, I've I've heard stories about Andre the Giant, and in general, I've heard he didn't actually drink that much on a regular basis 
but he would go on big like splurges. Yeah. Um, um, but according to Ric Flair, it took a lot to get him drunk. Uh, with Ric Flair himself, they drank every bottle of vodka on the plane. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, apparently, he drank a case of wine in three hours. Okay. According to Hulk Hogan. Holy shit. He drank 40 oh. vodka tonics. A case of wine? That's 12 bottles of wine. <laughs> well, apparently, I, I, the real funny one. So when Andre the Giant quit drinking... So in an interview with David Letterman, Andre the Giant once quit drinking to trim uh, 475 pounds. Which, what? <laughs> what? That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. But anyways, <laughs> during this period, he would still drink three to five bottles of wine with his dinner. Three to five bottles with his oh dinner. Oh, God. <laughs> that man That's take fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. And I and I think when I go a week where I have more than two or three beers a night that I'm drinking a lot. Oh, to trim down to 474 pounds. Oh, okay. Because he was seven foot two and weighed 520 pounds. Wow. Literally a giant. Oh, that's smart. Drinking some water. Drinking some water, guys. (laughs) Anyways, I have one more fact about Andre the Giant. Apparently, one time while filming The Princess Bride. Andre allegedly rang up a $40,000 bar tab in high in London. What? Andre's go-to order was something called an American. 40 ounces of various liquors poured into a pitcher. I've never tasted airplane fuel. Um, this is from an interview from Carrie Ells. Okay. I never tasted airplane fuel, Ells said. But I imagine it's very close to what that must taste like. It's very potent indeed, and I remember coughing a lot. But to him, it was like chugging water. It's insane because, like, <laughs> everything I've heard about Andre the Giant, even when he was drinking, that he was a total sweetheart of a person. Oh, definitely. Like, a very, yeah. very good guy. But then also you hear that he drank that much, and you're like, holy shit. He could just really handle it. Just, I mean, yeah, he was a massive fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah. Does it make sense? <laughs> But yeah, he was a huge try drinker. this uh, porter that you got. Here. It's really good. I like it. It's tasty. And it's not too strong on the raspberry. I think it's just a perfect mix. You know, just. And I love a good porter. So. Especially this time of year. It's chilly I out. do love a good porter. I prefer stouts in general. But I think there's a lot more interesting porters out there. Stouts can be. When people Same-y. start to flavor them and stuff, it starts to taste weird. Yeah. But then at the same time, yeah, the non-flavored ones can feel a lot very samey. Yeah. Porters handle flavoring and messing with the recipe a lot better. Yeah, I think there's more you can do with flavor there, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Anyways. Well, um, this is uh, going, you know, stouts and porters. uh the, they became really popular during like the Industrial Revolution. Oh, really? As a, kind of a working man's beer. Oh. And that's what led to actually pale ales becoming popular is as a response to working man's beers being stouts and porters that rich people were like, oh, we don't want to drink that shit. Oh. <laughs> so they would drink pale ales. And uh, so the, the um, and it's where hops came into popularity, really. Because really? so, so before, you know, in the Middle Ages and before, there were many different methods to um, 
making beer, uh, you know, sometimes if you make a beer and you don't put anything in it, if you just like make make a soupy grain thing and let it ferment, it won't last a whole long time. It'll spoil eventually um, and start to lose its flavor and stuff like that. So you would you would brew it and then drink it right away. Oh. Um, and then they started, you know, experimenting with different things you can add to it to uh, kind of make it last longer. And that's where you, you hear, life. if you ever hear someone say like, uh, oh, we don't know how they made ale in the Middle Ages. No, we know how they made ale. We just don't have their exact recipes all the time necessarily because they would use different like combinations of spices and things like that. Um, and it's called a gruit. G-R-U-I-T is the style of beer. You can still they still make them nowadays, if uh, but they're not super common. Um, but they figured out hops um, have really good antimicrobial elements to them. So you could put hops into a beer and it would last longer. Oh, and I see. And that's where an IPA comes from is during, um, of course, you know, the history of beer, of modern beer, uh, has been heavily influenced by colonialism. <laughs> that fun thing that happened. Um, yeah. Uh but uh, <laughs> uh so when the British were in India, what they would do <laughs> is that you know they they'd make beer in England, they'd ship it to the British people that were living in India, but it wouldn't last, you know, live sitting in the barrels in the ship for a yeah. long period of time. It wouldn't by the time it got to them, it wouldn't be like it wouldn't taste good anymore. Um, so they started really just like loading the beer with a lot of hops and they would make pale ales, which had been a thing, um, for a while. And they would load the beer with a lot of hops so that it would not l- go bad on its trip. And that's why it's called India. an India pale that's ale? That's why it's called an India pale ale. Wow. I never yeah, knew that. Because it was made originally specifically to ship to, f- to, ship to India from England. Oh wow, <laughs> that's so yeah. So it, IPAs come from colonialism. Colonialism, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the dark shadow of colonialism. Yeah, that, that's, um, <laughs> um, I was reading up just on some facts while you're going over all that, and I did not know this. But Ooh, that's a tasty beer. And don't want to get political, okay? I don't want everyone mm. to freak out. But um, Barack Obama, President Barack Obama, was the first president to host a White House brewing session. And brewed the first beer at the White House. Dude, I love that. <laughs> Say what you will about Obama. Yeah. Not getting too political here. You can't deny that that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's cool. Brewed the first beer in the White House <laughs> in 2011. I wonder what the favorite beer of each president was. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to see if there's a thing about that. <laughs> I, I know there's... I've read lists about the favorite each president's favorite drink. For example, Teddy Roosevelt, one of his favorite drinks was he loved a mint, he loved a good mint julep, but he also mm. loved a good Cuba Libre, which is a rum and coke with lime. Well, that makes sense. Uh, the legend of the Cuba Libre, that that rum and coke, is that it was invented by Teddy Roosevelt and the Rough Riders. That's probably not true, but that's the story. Oh yeah, <laughs> during the Spanish American War. <laughs> I the only thing I'd find is a list of the president's favorite drinks. Cocktails and such. Mm, lame. Um, but uh, I can look through real quick and see if any of them specifically liked a kind of beer. Abraham Lincoln, water. Fair enough. That's good. 
Good I mean, for you. lame, Sober. but also respectable. Yeah, like, very respectable. I, I can respect that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John F. Kennedy, Bloody Mary. Oh, George Washington. Now he, the first president, Sheraton commander himself. Of the Constitution. Of the Constitution, yes. Not of the United, United States. States. What? Yes. Yeah. There were other presidents before Washington. The first president of the Constitution. Under the, under the, the, under the Constitution. Yes. There, Anyways. Under the article, Articles of Confederation, there were other presidents. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that failed state. <laughs> no one talks about any of them. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the first president I'll, of the I'll, United I'll, States this counts as a of tan- America. This counts as a tangent point because I want to mention it. Okay. So I've read. Oh, wait. Let me tell him how the tangent points yeah. works. So whenever whenever we start on the topic, we go on a tangent that is not related to the topic, at, like at all, because I assume this isn't. It's not. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> you get a tangent point. But I have to say it because it popped you, in my head, and I, I have to. You can to. get a max of three tangent points per episode. Mm-hmm. Once we get three tangent points, we have two choices. We either have to take a shot on the spot, once we have those three points or we can veto the shot, but that means we immediately have to take a shot on the next episode immediately. Yeah. And for continuity's sake, <laughs> I hope we don't get three tangent points this episode. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yep. Um, Anyways, but this is the first one so far, so we're doing good. Uh, I just have yeah. to say it. articles of confederation. If you read, you should read them sometime because they're great. Um, and there's a lot of stuff in them that is kind of like, it's very telling of the time and the uh, mentality that the founding fathers actually had. Um, and my favorite detail in the Articles of Confederation um, is that they lay out basically the requirements that you have to meet to become part of the union. Mm-hmm. Um. And there is an exception, though, for Canada. <laughs> Under the Articles of Confederation, basically Canada can just become part of the United States whenever they want. Oh, yeah, I remember that. We were like, we just want Canada. Yeah. Like, you don't have to. I, well, just think <laughs> like, about it. Like, at the time, their mentality, um, how they thought about the British Empire and that sort of stuff, they kind of just, like, had this idea that they just assumed that Canada might just follow suit. Yeah. Um, or at least parts of Canada might. So they just they put that in the Articles of Confederation. They're like, there's all these all of these requirements of what it means to become a state in the Union, not ju- not just a territory. A That's state. different, but a state. And basically, it implied that any part of Canada could just be like, we want to be part of the United States, and the United States would just be like, okay, yeah, <laughs> welcome. No, yeah, we you're, wanna, you're a state now. We want to argue over, yeah. Um, and just automatically, they would be a state, part of the union, full rights, everything. No, yeah, we would never that, deny that or put them through any kind of yeah. trouble. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, that is not in the con- – they nixed that from the Constitution. Yeah. So it's not law anymore. But I just – it's hilarious to me that the Founding Fathers – that that was their mentality of they're just like Canada might just want to join us. Well, because that would have so been an we sh- amazing expansion. Yeah, asset. Well, they, they were just like Canada might want to join us, so we should just make sure that. But they, it ain't go that way. That it's not very difficult for them. Did it, Canadians? <laughs> the War of eighteen twelve. Yeah. 
didn't go that way. Anyways, it's a fun war. Uh, <laughs> we still claim victory somehow, but mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was actually kind of a draw. It was dead. Yeah, it was. It was, it was <laughs> well, and that was like the. It's, one of the only times the White House ever been attacked. It's it's the only we have a war, new White House. I think it's that. the one of the only wars in U.S. history where um, the political circumstances surrounding the war are fascinating, but the war itself was really boring. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot well, of boring it's, songs. It's kind of a it. boring war. Um, but anyways, George boring, Washington. Boring songs. Battle of New Orleans is not a boring song. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I knew that would get a rise out of you. <laughs> no, it is a pretty fun song. <laughs> and uh, the Battle of New Orleans, that's a funny thing in history because the war had already been... Yeah, it happened uh, after the war ended. <laughs> yeah, it happened after the war ended. Andrew Jackson no one got the memo. was proclaimed as a war hero because of it, even <laughs> though it was pointless. <laughs> yep. Anyways, George Washington, he fancied himself a dark porter. Which we happen to be enjoying right wow. now. Good guy, George Washington. Washington sold that. whiskey near uh, Mount Vernon, but he almost likely didn't drink his own product. Instead, going for the hard liquor, he enjoyed a dark porter. I respect that. That's awesome. Yeah. Makes me like George Washington a little bit more than I already did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, Thomas Jefferson preferred wine. Well, apparently Thomas Jefferson like brewed beer, though. Didn't he? Oh, Yeah. Uh, that's what I've heard. It said he was. It said wine was his favorite, though. Yeah. Because he would always go to France. Keep yeah. going. I'm gonna look up this Thomas Jefferson thing. Um. Let's see anyone else that like? Oh, Eisenhower enjoyed scotch. I respect that. Definitely with Eisenhower. Of course, John Adams would like a hard cider. Of course. Barack Obama. Beer, just beer in general. He just liked any kind. He like well, yeah, he currently Thomas likes. Jefferson did brew beer. Nice. He had his personal. He had a personal brew house. Yeah. So yeah, he had. I, I think this is the beer that they brewed, the White House Honey Ale, that they serve for guests. I want to try that. Yeah, it sounds good. Honestly. Um, Truman liked the bourbon. Of course he did. Bourbon. I learned recently. I don't know why I didn't know this. I feel like I should have known this. Just like how tequila has to be made in Jalisco in Mexico, bourbon has to be made in the United States. Oh, yeah. You can't call it bourbon if it's not made in the United States. Oh, definitely, States. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I didn't know that. I feel like, because I know a lot about bourbon. It could taste like a bourbon. But I've never thought it could about be that. Made the, <laughs> it could be made the same exact way, but you kind of call it I was it asking that. my boss the other day about tequila production, because he's all, he's all into whiskey. tequila. And I was asking him questions about it, and uh, and he mentioned just like bourbon, and he asked me in the sites. And my mind, and my in my, I didn't say anything because I was embarrassed. <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that." But it makes a lot of sense. But I didn't know that. Uh, George H. W. Bush, Daddy Bush, mm. he enjoyed. <laughs> I like this. He drank a little bit of everything. Clearly, type of any type of alcohol appeals to his taste. However, he was out of alcoholic. hundreds, of, yeah, it's <laughs> a very of, nice way of saying. Yeah, that. out of hundreds of choices, his clear pick was beer and vodka martinis. Vodka martinis, you bitch! <laughs> what? Vodka martini? Yeah. God, make make it with gin, like a real fucking con- <laughs> yeah. like, fucking alcoholic, like a real American. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Anyone else that like beer? Let's see. A lot of scotch and whiskey, of course. George Bush, dit. He enjoyed Diet Coke. <laughs> Just like his father. Apparently, a Trump also bitch. enjoyed Diet Coke. Just like Bill his... Clinton, snake bite. Oh <laughs> nice. my God! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> another, another alcoholic on the list. <laughs> Made with equal parts of hard cider and lager. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. the fuck Clinton Damn. <laughs> where did that come from but uh, there's a lot more but uh, I wanted to mention the beer related. it was the Irish snake bite where you do the beer and cider and you also add some board to it well and I know we talked about this one before I know um, about the Irish snake bite from Caleb snake back in our bachelor college days oh yeah <laughs> snake venom beer we've talked about this one before on our weird foods episode I believe mmm Fortified Scottish beer from Brewmeister at 67.5% ABV. Holy The strongest shit. beer in the world. That is... <laughs> I mean, that's practically a fucking I mean, whiskey. what would that taste like? Yeah, I that's mean, what, what are we talking about here? I mean... That's... What the fuck... <laughs> I want to try it. I do want to try it. For would, the podcast, if, definitely. If, we if ever, I can find it. Oh, God. I bet it's expensive, though. Yeah, just like one 12-ounce bottle. I, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. Um, this is a really tasty porter. I love it. This yeah, it's good, good, actually. Yeah. Silver Moon Brewing. Um, mm. Yeah. What else? What else are we looking at here? What are you, what, what are you looking at here? Looking at presidents? <laughs> no, I'm done with presidents. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm done with them. Um, A lot of lame presidents. I have. I feel, now, I feel like I feel like in reality, <laughs> more presidents actually really loved beer, because if you ask the average person, "What's your favorite drink?" I think I feel like beer is so normalized as like a regular drink that. If you were to ask me what's my favorite drink, I probably wouldn't say beer. I'd probably be like, I love I love good old fashioned. Yeah, but that's just the pretentious asshole part of me. But in reality, but what's your favorite drink and most commonly consumed drink? Is two very different things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My most commonly consumed type of drink is definitely. Um, beer. do you have any more beer history for us? Anything in particular? I've got I've got some more beer history. Any beer some antidotes? Some pretty, some pretty cool stuff. Uh, what, what, what are you thinking? What? Just, just we'll continue along the timeline. So beer has been created. Beer has been created. Five thousand BC. The Romans didn't like. Romans it. Romans didn't much. like it. They liked wine. Pretentious. Yeah. Those fucks. <laughs> yeah. Those Roman fucks. <laughs> so, so I, I, I did, I did a little bit of a dive into like into because I was we did a, not too long ago an episode on Vikings. And we talked about mead. The Vikings also did a thing with beer. Yeah. <laughs> Often, and this would be, I forget exactly what they were called, but like the the berserker, like wild men. Vikings. Oh, yeah. So there's. They there's... would mix hallucinogens into their beer. Yeah, and we and I, I before have to, a battle, I'd have to look this up, but we think we so know. So they would go fucking we crazy. We, we think we know what plant they used. Uh, oh, really? Let me. Uh, what was well, the... and uh, and also I have one. They would drink from ale horns, or just drinking horns, and I have one. Well, the that's kind of where I was. Um, uh, get going was that uh, the Vikings made a big deal about communal drinking. 
So this, I, I, I oh, definitely, yeah. I think this is just a good example. I mean, this is around the world. People did this, but um, a good example is the Vikings, um, um, because beer is a very not just an important like uh, a beverage, but important social thing. Yeah. So the Vikings, for example, made a big about communal drinking. They would pass around. Yeah, dude. A single glass. Yeah. And you do like a horn like that, you'd have meat in it. Mm-hmm. But for like for like ale, they would even do that with ale. And yeah. they, they there's examples um of glasses that are a single one but with three cups that come out of it, like a stem attached to three different cups. That's fun. Um uh I want one. I'm not finding it right now, but there, but I, there, there's a specific type of like flower, basically. But no, and we've we, talked that about we it. Think they put into the beard. But like the at the, you know, thing. after a successful um, raid, you know, they would celebrate drinking ale. And yeah, but it was it was beer. an important thing. It would be the like beer. the equivalent, like if you were to meet a Viking clan and you were to go sit down in their hall and and feast with them, it would be very rude of you to refuse when they pass you the glass of ale yeah oh definitely yeah. you know that, that it was it why was, would you it was a bonding thing why you'd would be, you refuse you'd it? be like it, it's unless it's, it's laced with a loosened well it's the equivalent of like how like if you go to if you're if we're sitting at a bar and someone's like hey cheers and then you don't you're just like nah. and you don't clink your glasses that's what the rude. fuck yeah yeah <laughs> it's a it's a very special bonding thing for no, humans definitely. in general um, to get drunk together, <laughs> yeah, and and just socially, beer is kind of interesting because it's not just like a casual social thing, but it's also been like throughout history, kind of a religious thing too. So like mm. back, you go back to ancient Egypt, for example, um, and Samaria and Mesopotamia. They, beer they, was big. They brewed beer, but they would brew it and they would bury it with their dead. There's yeah. w- there's one uh, pharaoh in ancient Egypt that was brew that was buried with like several hundred liters of beer. Wow! Like a lot of beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably more than that. I don't remember the exact number off the top of my head. Um, probably not good anymore. But I mean, if you think about it, it wasn't until like the 17 or 1800s that we actually learned what yeast was. <laughs> like how alcohol works works yeah um so think about throughout history you know the earliest humans brewing beer it must have seemed like magic or like a spiritual thing to them because essentially you know you you, you take wheat and you yeast if, you, if you're taking ye, uh wheat you use yeast when you're making bread as well often right so, yeah so you Definitely. know you have and, and we, a, ye, a yeast exists in the wild. So you take wheat, you make it into a dough, it makes bread. The soupy version of that was beer. and But we didn't know how it worked, so it must have seemed like No, mag- it was basically the soupy version of bread, yeah. Yeah, so it must have seemed like magic, like this like this crazy thing gifted to us from the gods that like if we bread take water. this, <laughs> this <laughs> soupy bread water and we let it sit for a few weeks we get drunk off of it so <laughs> it tastes good. so it played a really big role in yeah. um <laughs> in religious ceremonies as well so um, lager must have been the first probably yeah something similar, kind of beer something similar to that i mean 
I mean, some beer. It probably wouldn't. It would probably still taste way different than what we're yeah, used to. Yeah, some beer. And I heard often would have like bread chunks in it. And that stuff. was not an uncommon thing because yeah. I mean, I mean that's another thing too is like you had early could be uh, thick early humans after we settled down and started agriculture. We didn't have the best diets, but beer you can get like different like vitamin B and stuff like that from beer. Um, so it yeah. provided vitamins that you wouldn't get from your normal diet. So it was actually it was important for just general like health. Now I don't know if this is true, but from order.beer.com I believe it's a UK site. But anyways, they said the builders of the Great Pyramids were paid in beer. They were. Well, they weren't paid exclusively in beer. They were paid in money. But there was as one well. of the, <laughs> I would hope. But they so. were provided rations. They were provided with food, including a daily ration of beer. Nice. Uh, the number I've heard is that they were provided with up to a liter of beer a day. Um, and this is a general thing, you know, uh, in, in, in U.S. history. And um, so a lot of these facts from I want to mention a lot of these facts about U.S. history with beer come from um, An Alcoholic Republic. It's a book by um, W.J. Rohrbaugh. It's a it's a book that I've used for other stuff related to whiskey. Oh yeah, and we were chronically like addicted to whiskey. Or not addicted, but we consumed so much that this is an insane amount of whiskey Americans consume. That people, you know, Americans fucking love. People whiskey. were dying and just had yeah. short life spans. But, but soldiers in the U.S. Army and stuff like that were pres- were given beer and whiskey for their rations. Like it was, yeah. it was considered. Makes sense. It's throughout history, and this is not an uncommon thing. The Romans were apparently given, uh, you know, alcohol for their rations. Um, it's just like a common thing throughout the the in the Ameri- in the, the American Revolution. George Washington gave his soldiers, you know, beer every day, like a liter of yeah. beer type of thing. You know, just like the Egyptians who built the pyramids. So throughout throughout history, it's a good incentive. Beer has always <laughs> yeah. been this thing that just like. I'm working. I'm if, willing to toil all day if yeah. I get my liter of beer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's the point. It's like <laughs> yeah. humans love beer so much that we're just like we'll do backbreaking work for it. Yeah. And that kind of just applies to modern day beer. I beer. mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what do what do you and me? Like, I know you, guys at work. The first thing they do when they get paid. Is get a case of beer. I do that sometimes. Like the first thing they I do. I mean, you and me like work. That's the first you, thing they grab. You and me work full time. And we spend how much of our budget, our, of our expendable income on beer? I don't want to state that, but. I'm not going to state it either, but like enough to. Enough to, 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 to make to, it. To make a point of beer <laughs> is awesome. And humans love it. <laughs> well, obviously humans love it. Yeah. I mean, it's been around for 10,000, I mean, thousands of years. Um, yeah, the, apparently, yeah. you can listen here. <laughs> I'm listening. I haven't been beer drunk in a while. Yeah. Just straight up beer drunk. People always say, like, wine drunk makes you, it's like, I get wine drunk. I get so happy and giddy. I'm like, but beer drunk is jolly. Yeah, beer drunk's more of a jolly. Wine drunk does get me, <laughs> it, it gets me more, um, Gives me giggly, giggly, and just uh, a little bit more emotional, but like yeah. happy emotional but, usually. But beer drunk is like uh like <laughs> swinging your glasses yeah. back and forth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyways, you can swim in a pool of beer, 
at the Schloss Star- Starkenberger Brewery in Torrance, Austria. I want to do it. <laughs> I got to look at this up. Sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it also sounds really sticky and really... Uh, yeah, well, I don't want to take a shower afterwards. Yeah. But I'd want to do it. If I was at a brewery and they're like, do you want to swim in beer? I'd be like, yes. <laughs> do you even have to ask? I feel like it'd be really easy to drown in beer. <laughs> um, is there any images of this? No, that's a guy with a beer in a pool. I mean, I've done that, that yeah. <laughs> many times. I, I there was there was a I've been to a hotel before where they had a swimming pool and they had a bar that you could swim up to the bar. Have you ever been to a bar like that, like a a, a hotel where? Like a resort. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's only a one, handful. Of t- I only yeah. got to do it once, but it was awesome. And there's an entire concept of being able to swim up to a bar and order a beer and sit there in the pool with my beer. Was they have that awesome. at the Durango um, Spa now. Oh, cool. You can be in the hot springs and literally swim up, order your drink, and have your beer. That's rad. Hot. Yeah. Even oh. though you're in a hot spring, so you're hot. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> but a nice cold beer. Pair as well. I was gonna say you gotta have a beer, but that also dehydrates you. Um, so yeah, we'll have a water too. Yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who needs that? Anyways, do you want to do a beer quiz, a personality quiz, a beer personality quiz? What kind of beer are you? Oh boy. (laughs) Um, and I also have a beer tier list if we want to get into that. It's a pretty short one. Um, it's like all the big mainstream ones. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find but, this. Um, uh, what, what? It's um, from Brainfall. What type of beer are you? Let's see. And we'll be wrapping this up pretty soon because I, <laughs> I don't know how much more we can talk about beer without ah. drinking more beer and getting drunk. Anyways, I got it. Let's right. get going. Oh, hold, hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta get your pilsner. I'm gonna have one more beer. Pilsner. I like that. That's probably it's seriously. Okay. I've had a lot of Pilsners that I really don't like. That's one I like. It's more along the lines of like a pale ale. Yeah, really. Well, well the history of Pilsners is Pilsners are very closely related to pale ales. Um, and uh, this one is the first one uh, when pale ales were still like uh, kind of catching on. The original recipe. All right. Czech Republic. Yeah. Anyways, beer quiz. Question one. You're setting the menu for your last meal on earth. What do you choose? Seafood, dessert, comfort food, or a salad? What does the, what do they mean by comfort food? Do they mean yeah, that could mean anything? Then I'm gonna pick that. I'm gonna do a nice um I mean shrimp can, linguine. Can comfort food mean like, you know Seafood. Can, well, I'm like, can comfort food mean like a good brisket, like a good pastrami sandwich? I think comfort. Yeah, I think comfort food. Or do they mean like like barbecue and southern food? I'm. That's what I'm kind of like thinking. Mashed potatoes southern, like mashed potatoes, with biscuits with biscuits, apple butter, gravy. gravy. Yeah, mm, I, I would do that though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How <laughs> how often do you drink beer? Only on the weekends, once or twice a week, daily, daily. special occasions. I prefer wine or liquor. I mean, actually, I like wine recent, and liquor. Recently, also. it's been once or twice a week because I've been drinking a lot of liquor instead. But <laughs> yeah, um, really, I'm in the same place. Like this last month, I've been drinking wine occasionally. 
and liquor occasionally, and then whenever we do the podcast, I've been drinking a lot of whiskey. But like at home, I haven't had beer for a while. Yeah. Um. But on average, I guess to average everything out, I'll do once or twice a week. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I mean, I press daily because because just sometimes it is daily. But (laughs) okay, your dream getaway is a tropical resort anywhere I've never been before. That's that's <laughs> ominous. Yeah. <laughs> that's also kind of cheaty because you could just fill in the blank. Um, a European cruise. A camping trip to visit family and friends. None of these sound like the perfect getaway. Um, I don't want to. Like, Tropical Resort is pretty close. European cruise, I don't like cruises. And I don't like Europe. We've talked about this on our <laughs> phobias thing. Uh, oh, yeah. The deep water. I, I don't yeah. like boats. You don't like um, water. Camping Ocean. trip. Camping trips are cool, but like that doesn't. That's seem not like, my dream not getaway. Dream getaway where family, I have to work all family day. Family and friends. What? No. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do anywhere I've never been before, and I'm gonna say uh, Narnia. I'm just because <laughs> well, I've never been well, there. Well, when you put it that way, I want to click the same answer because <laughs> I'm like, like I'd like to go to Rivendell. Yeah, that's Lord of the Rings, though. Yeah, I know, but still. Yeah, I, yeah, same, I same idea. Actually, yeah. Um, in your free time, you enjoy... Tac- Paravel. Fuck. Like, fine. <laughs> if we had to stick to Narnia. <laughs> yeah, I know Narnia shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, too. The lion. <laughs> the witch. Paravel Jackson, is the castle city that the kings and queens of Narnia, the daughters and sons of Adam... You know uh, more about at. Narnia than I wish you would have... <laughs> Okay. Shut up. <laughs> I've read all the books. <laughs> I like Narnia. Hey, C.S. Lewis is a great author. Yeah. He's nothing it's compared a, to a, his uh, colleague, uh, J.R. Tolkien. The Jesus shit's a little on the nose, it's but. A, <laughs> it's a little um, Jesus forward. Yeah. Anyways, uh, and, you, know, and you know, that's. that's <laughs> That's no, that would never be school. your that would never be your nickname in high school. <laughs> Jesus forward. <laughs> Anyways, in your free time, you enjoy tackling a DIY project, working out, Mm-mm. hanging out with friends, relaxing in front of the TV, spending time by the pool. Well, I don't have a pool. Thanks for making me sad. Um um, video, yeah, video games counts as relaxing in front yeah, of Yeah, I'm gonna right? go with that. And and friends can be with you when you're relaxing. I mean, tackling a DIY project sometimes, but that's not what I. It's not what I do on a regular prefer basis. Prefer to do. Sometimes I get weirdly like into a DIY thing, but yeah, like, not like on cosplay a or like. What is your preferred beer storage vessel? Ooh, a can, twelve ounce bottle, twenty two ounce bottle, or a keg. Um. You don't see me having a keg too often. Um, I mean, I I think beer is always better out of a it keg, is but better. I don't buy kegs. Um, but I would say a bottle. I like a bottle a little bit more than a can. I'd agree. It with feels that. a little bit more official, a little more proper. I would agree. It, you don't always watch movies, but when you do, you prefer documentaries, comedies, comedies action films, horror, horror movies. movies, or sports movies. Most sports movies are bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most horror movies are bad. Yeah, but they can be fun though. But they can be fun, and there's a, there is good ones actually. I'm just joking um, around. Um, action films, mm. really. I think I I lean towards comedies, but like 
I, I think just a lot of the movies I really love, you can you can at least justify calling them at least a comedy in a little bit. Like, yeah. Like The Princess Bride. I was watching that earlier today. It's not but it's a also full-on a, comedy. It's also a fantasy adventure film. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, you could you could reasonably say it's a comedy, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to lean towards comedy. I'm going to lean towards... Horror movies, because I'm the horror movie guy around here. You are the horror movie guy. I have to guy. say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to watch Megan, by the way. I'm going to watch that. It looks I don't want to watch that. It looks fun and stupid. And it I, looks I like stupid it. and weird. That's why and, I want to watch and it. I, and I, I have, I've seen the trailers, and I've said to myself, no. Well, I'll I'm tell you. watch that. I'll tell you. We got to do an episode or something on Evil Dead Rise. Oh, yeah. That watch is, that movie. That is, yeah. looks crazy. And there's an Evil Dead beer that I found. And anyways, uh, yeah, you're at a bar when someone accidentally bumps into you, spilling your beer. How do you react? Turn around and start yelling. Calmly accept the person's apology. Well, you're assuming they apologized. Most times they'll probably just fuck off to wherever they're going. Laugh it off. Walk up to the bar and order another. Make a sarcastic comment. Um, probably sarcastic comment for me. Probably a sarcastic comment. At the same time, though, even though depends I, how much beer they spill. Yeah, I mean, if they knock my glass out of my hand, that's, that's a thing. yelling. But thing. if but if it just spilled a little bit, I probably wouldn't say anything. I mean, I've been in my fair share of fights, but I typically actively avoid avoid them. fights. Yeah, especially um, bar fights. So I'm gonna I'm just I'm gonna say I'd probably just fucking order another beer. Be like angry about it for the rest of the night. <laughs> so you would hold it in. I'd hold it yeah. in and then take it out on some other poor asshole. <laughs> the next guy that pisses you off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when you're not drinking beer, your beverage of choice is why isn't beer an option? Beer should just be an option here. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> um, uh, water, co- soda, coffee. liquor, uh, probably uh, coffee or tea. Um, I mean, I drink liquor a lot, but like for me, it's gonna be if, water. If you were to say, "Do you want beer?" I mean, I or, enjoy. Like, if I mean, I I drink liquor a lot, but if someone were like, "Well, like, do you would you like a glass of whiskey or would you like a cup of coffee?" I would probably go for the coffee, and especially in the morning, uh, all all day, any day, any day, Anytime. all day. I drink a lot of coffee. We still gotta do that coffee podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, pink. Uh, it's not pink. Sorry. Pick your favorite beer quote. Most people hate beer, hate the taste of beer to begin with. It is, however, a prejudice. Beer is the best damn drink in the world. Where are these from, by the way? Is this from movies or? I don't know. Beer is intellectual. What a shame so many idiots drink it. No, I hate that quote. It's pretentious. Uh, it's a lot easier to start the ba- day when you know it will end with beer. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. No, they don't talk about beer in the Bible. Um, or they probably do, but it's I don't like any thing. of these quotes. Uh, uh, if they're from things, I don't, I don't get them. I guess it's a lot easier to start today when you know it'll end with beer. Yeah. Even gonna, though I don't I'm like pick any the of God them. quote just to be like that is fun. Yeah, I kind of like it. I don't <laughs> agree with it, but I, but I you like, like it. it. <laughs> How long have you been into beer? I just started drinking beer. Wrong. Long enough to know that what I like. 
So long, I started brewing my own. I wish. I know my uncle brews his own. I just like to enjoy a cold one every now and then. My dad tried brewing once. How did that go? Not well. Oh. <laughs> I recall it not. What was I he re- trying to brew? I don't remember, but I remember he. I remember he, he, he did a hard time. He, he was it. not pleased with how it turned out. Uh, so long like enough I'll just to know buy. what I like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that one too. Calculating we'll results. The same thing. So often happens here. Ooh. Get my result. Cleaning up. What are you cleaning up? Get result. Analyzing. Have to do a fucking survey to get your result. Mmm. Fine. Fuck it. I didn't have to do a survey. Ask me to do a fucking th- survey. <laughs> well, according to my quiz, I'm a saison. With an eclectic taste in your own style, you march to the beat of your own drum. Even though you may rub some the wrong way, you still keep true to yourself and you play by your own rules. I've had the saison in a long time, funnily enough, considering I am one, according to this quiz. You have to do a survey? I'm, I'm, clicking, I'm clicking answers at random. I'm not at all. There is a lot of pop-ups on the site, at least for me. Oh my god. Fuck off. Fucking <laughs> just wanna know what beer he is. Yeah. That's all he wants. That's all I want. Okay, I got it. I'm an IPA. Of course you would be. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the pumpkin spice latte of white guys. Yep. Intense and a little bit like a punch in the to the mouth. You have quite the personality. You're definitely an acquired taste. <laughs> That's very vague. Um, and uh, I don't know. Colton's an acquired taste, guys. I didn't like IPAs at first, but I like them now. I've my <laughs> first, my first. So I remember uh, when I was like, uh, I was growing up. The first two beers that I had, I remember my di- first beer I ever had. <laughs> Was my dad gave me a chocolate stout. Mmm. It was, it was pretty good, but it was it was a hard it was like a for a person for a for a middle first beer for a middle schooler who had never had a beer before, it was a it was a difficult one to get down. He, I bet. He, he we were it was me and him one night, my mom and my sisters were out and uh and he cooked some steaks and gave me a chocolate stout, a little glass of chocolate stout with it. Uh but then I, I think I remember the first, like, kind of, not IPA, but pale ale that I've ever had was the Sierra Nevada. That's why I buy it still That's sometimes. fair. It's a decent beer, and it's one of the first I ever had. I hate to say this, but one of the first I ever had was a Heineken. Mm. And I didn't like it. <laughs> and I went years without having... I really... Didn't really start having any kind of beer. Like, my dad didn't really drink that much. He didn't have it in the house really. My dad drank a I, lot. He just hid it. Yeah. Well, maybe my dad was hiding it. I don't know. <laughs> but um, apparently, he still feels like he has to hide it sometimes. And my mom is like, "You don't have to hide it." <laughs> like, yeah. Like, why? Why are you hiding the fireball in the garage? You don't have to hide it. But I can tell you, I probably... I, th- I think it's just habit. I probably yeah. said this before. I've had beer, yeah, a, new, a few uh, times before I was legal drinking age. 
I never really liked it. Um, I, I did. I started liking it. I was into it from the first sip of that that chocolate <laughs> stout. I was like, "Yeah, this is good shit." <laughs> um, and I and I recall the first time I was able to drink freely was when I was in high school and I went to I went on a high school trip to Italy and Spain. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. Yeah. And I many just, times. And I just remember like being like the the one of the only people in the group of students that like as soon as we like first night we get there. Well, actually, the airplane flew with Lufthansa, German airline. As soon as we were over international um, uh, waters, mm-hmm. beer. Yeah, because then you were old enough. Yeah, well, technically, I was 15 years old. You have to be 16 oh. in Germany. But the, 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 the stewardess was – because in Europe, it's so much looser. Yeah. In the, the, for, like, social reasons. Mm-hmm. it's So, like, the, the stewardess was just like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 15. And she's like – uh, okay, <laughs> and she gave me a beer. I don't remember what beer it was. It wasn't like a super good one. Uh. Um, and then we get to we get to Rome first night. All, me and all the other students and the teachers were were in the were we go out to dinner. Um, and I remember everyone's going around ordering. They order the food, and the waiter goes around ordering drinks. And I was the first one to be like, um, I want a beer. Yeah, I don't know what you have. Just bring me beer, anything. I don't, I yeah. don't know. I'm a teenager. I don't know about beer. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> but the first beer I bought legally was as soon as I turned 21. I went, and got a fat tire. You Belgium fat tires, decent beer. They changed their recipe recently. I've not tried oh, it. Really, it does not apparently taste the same. That's no good. Yeah, I always liked it before. I did too, but I've not. Haven't tried... had them in a long time though. Not so... tried their new recipe, but yeah, maybe we'll try it. I didn't have a beer on my twenty first. Oh yeah, you worked. Well, I worked, and then I had liquor. <laughs> yeah, you went. To... Yeah, my twenty first birthday, I was working. I mean, I also had liquor. I was working. I was a dishwasher at the time, and the bartender, the place I worked at, midnight rolled around, and we're washing and he knew it was my birthday nice and uh he came out he came back with a a a shot glass full of liquid and he was like this is called a blackout happy birthday (laughs) Uh oh i don't know what it was it was tasty though (laughs) uh and then i went to strider's house and we drank rum and cokes until like three in the morning nice yeah (laughs) no i yeah my 21st birthday was crazy that's all i remember and i threw up and had a lot to drink and I, rem- I didn't I actually remember spend your that much 20 money. Bir- I remember your 21st birthday. I remember I spent $140 that night. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Most people were just buying me stuff. Yeah. And me and Tristan. It was a very good night. It was basically fun. got drunk. We, Me and Tristan got drunk before we met you guys. I remember that. <laughs> because <laughs> Carlos. Good old Carlos. Kept giving me shots Shout of tequila. Yeah. And this other late random lady bought me a shot of tequila. I remember that, yeah. And I was like, I can't say no to this. Yeah, it's my twenty first. I, I I remember that night. I remember that me and Bill were uh, exchange taking turns buying each other whiskeys mm. throughout the entire night. Um, I remember we went through bar call I, downtown, ended up at Jabo's, yep. and ended up at our house. Yep, because we were living to get we were sharing a room at the time. Yep, and I remember I remember playing Mario Kart, and you maybe it was you, probably you throwing up on the ground. Yeah, that was me. Uh, I think someone else threw up somewhere else. Oh yeah, there was a lot of uh, 
liquids going around. Yeah. Um, that was a, I mean, it was a fun night. I do remember good when night. I get really drunk, I get way too generous with tips. I want to be the nice guy and everything. And I, I do remember, thing, yeah. like, I think I tipped $16 on a $4 fucking I've done tab. that shit before, yeah. <laughs> I, I, tr- I try nowadays to keep, to, like, reel myself down. I want to be generous yeah. to the bartender, but I also don't want to, like, make myself go bankrupt from yeah. fucking tipping. But, um, <laughs> ooh, I got a good buzz going on. It's been a while I've had a straight-up beer buzz. It's the same. It's yeah. a different feeling. I don't... I, I drink on a regular basis every day, but I <laughs> I don't often drink enough to actually start get develop getting a buzz. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, but this time it happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, happening. I'm um, good right now. Anyways, I don't think we have much else to say, and don't want to keep this going on too long. Beer, beer, beer's good. It's good. Um, it's it's important to history. It is. Yeah, and. We like drinking it. Indeed we do. Just as the Mesopotamians did. Just like the Mesopotamians. We're civilized. Something like that. Those fucking Romans drinking wine. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we will see you for the next episode of the Odd Drunk Podcast. Be sure to follow us at Instagram at Odd Drunk Pod if you like us and you want to see our pictures as i go along with episodes it's an episode good, updates it's a good instagram account you should definitely follow yeah I, a lot of i, I try to post a lot shit on there oh yeah lots of weird wacky shit um and we're gonna be getting into more weird shit because we are the odd drunk podcast yeah. so that's a staple um around here <laughs> anyways we see you next week for whatever we end up doing but i think i know what we're gonna do right because we don't. I'm gonna be out of town. We definitely don't make it up as we go. Um, do you want me to say it, or do you want me not? To, you want to leave it. it a mystery? It's a surprise. You gotta tune in. It's always a surprise. Next week to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Just tune in. You gotta Anyways, follow. You gotta like. You gotta do whatever you can possibly. If you do. really like it, leave us a download yeah. uh, so you can listen to us offline. <laughs> but I promise it's gonna be a good one next week. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I can promise that. <laughs> and um. Else, um, I feel like I'm missing some. Oh yeah, leave us a rating or review on your preferred platform or choice. Yeah. Also, a later episode we might do this year is me fucking around with um, spammers and um, scam accounts yeah. that are trying to scam me money to promote my podcast, <laughs> and it's pretty fucking funny. I messed with this guy for a while, and then he threatened to take our podcast down from Apple. Hasn't happened yet. Yep. <laughs> Which is great. Anyways, we my, are on Apple Podcasts. My favorite scam I've been getting recently is I get voicemails of people going, uh, uh, someone is trying to authorize a payment on your Amazon account. I'm like, Amazon doesn't send messages. No. They'll send you an email. Yeah. Or they'll send sometimes you- they'll email you, but then, like, yeah. <laughs> It's it's, yeah. it's fun. I get that. I get that a lot. But yeah, that might be a new episode. Me messing yeah. around with scammers, and um, yeah, we got a lot of good ideas for this year. Gonna try to keep it fresh, keep things new. And if you've been listening for a while, I want to thank you guys for listening and for staying as a fan and a follower. And any new listeners, anyone listening right now, 
Yeah. Thanks for listening. This isn't a good episode to start out on. I thought it, I think it's a good episode. Or maybe it is. It's a, it's, it's a good introduction into the drunk portion of our podcast. Yeah, we got pretty swifty <laughs> on this one. Uh. Anyways, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Keep it real. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.